So I know we don't super talk about tech much anymore here. Yeah, um, we we try to be more of an everyman, every try, person. We try to we try to podcast. jump all over the place. We try to be uh, a jack of all trades, as it were. Um, well, we talk tech uh, so much during the day that when I get home, I don't want to talk about it at all. <laughs> right. Well, well, I'm going to still bring it up. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, breaking the rules right away. <laughs> break, breaking the rules that don't exist. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I just wanted to talk about the Surface Neo. Oh, okay. All right. You want to get some insights? Yeah, I, I guess insights. I don't know. It just like, wow. So for those who haven't seen it, okay, first of all, go in the show notes and go Go Google it. Go do whatever you got to do. Just go look up the trailer for this device. Yeah, don't Google device... it. You use AltaVista like everyone else. Come Alta? On. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm from 1997. <laughs> well, why don't you go ask Jeeves while you're at it? Oh, yeah. That was still a thing instead of just ask.com. But go on. You were saying. Yes. Uh... So, yeah, go, go look at what we're talking about, which is basically a two screen surface like dual instead of a keyboard yeah device it's it's yes. a instead of like a keyboard and then a screen you have a screen and another screen which we've seen this like before with samsung like samsung has a has a folding phone that has two screens and that's cool but i haven't seen anyone show a use case for this stuff Everyone, right. you know, oh, look, we have a two-screen two phone. Okay, what's the point? It's a two-screen phone. Doesn't it look cool? Okay, but, like, how does it flow, work in my workflow? No, listen, two-screen phone. Like, that's that's where it's been super annoying. Um, they Microsoft actually put out, like, a use case for it. Like, in the video, they're like, here's how it can actually work. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, the keyboard situation is kind of cool. I did like how it creates, I, I don't like the term, but they call it the wonder bar. Oh, is, no, which, no, which that was my term. one complaint. My one complaint, the wonder bar. I was like, oh, please don't call it that. That's the worst. <laughs> Panos that- Panay, um, the head of uh, you know, Microsoft devices, was, was the, the presenter. And when he uttered those words, the wonder bar, I was, I was expecting the internet to just take that and run with other things like the Wonder Bar, Ice Cream of the Future, or the Wonder Bra, or something just like, you know, yeah. like just conflating yeah, yeah. it and just destroying the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of similar to what we did, not we, but what, what the internet did when um, Apple introduced their pseudo touchscreen touch bar. You right. Because it's had the touch bar. And it's, Till this day, people that I know that have MacBook Pros very rarely ever use the touch bar. Like, they forget that it's there. So, But I I just want to be clear about something. This was one of two of devices that were dual screen. So we're we're talking about the computer one, not the phone. Right. Right. And it is a dual screen device, not a foldable OLED screen, which arguably is better. Like it's there's the problem with the screen if you have something full screen like an, like you're watching Netflix there's a problem where you'll see a visual line a visual visible line in the middle of whatever it is that you're looking at I would argue kind of what I said with Android what two weeks ago you'll get used to it 
like like it, it'll be less of an issue kind of like the the notch was when people first saw the notch on the iPhone or, or mm-hmm. on the Pixel, like, oh, that's so gross. What What's gross about it? I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know. What's What's there? Like, like people <laughs> forgot about it pretty quickly. Which we're gonna we're gonna sidetrack here. Did you? Hear, I was reading this last night. Um, so apparently, someone's trying to cause a class action lawsuit against Apple for the notch, saying, "Oh, they list pixels that aren't actually there," and they're trying to push it through to like turn into this big thing. Do you know what the judge told him? Have you read this? No, I haven't heard about this. <laughs> the judge says, no one cares. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's like, basically almost exactly what he said. Is the just, fact that no one got cares. To the, the fact that he even got to the desk of a judge is, is surprising. I mean, I, I, I guess a judge has to be there to, to deny it. But it's like, Really? Like, you spent all this time and effort to get that far. Like, did nobody tell you, hey, by the way, we're over it? (laughs) We're over it! (laughs) No, it was just, it was amazing. Like, it's so just on point of just not, we're not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sit here and use a bunch of legal terms and stuff like that. No, no, no. Nobody cares, friend. Goodbye. Right. (laughs) Now, going back to the to the uh to the neo again this is the tablet that we're talking about um the interesting thing about it is that uh it does kind of resemble the microsoft courier now this was a tablet that was devised by bill gates back in the day like late 90s early 2000s and it was i don't think it was ever picked up past the prototyping stage but way back then they've they had created a dual display tablet-esque Surface-esque device. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, they didn't do anything with it because back then, as a society and with technology, we just were not ready for that. But it definitely reminds me a lot about it. Um, The version of Windows that's on there is is a uh, Windows 10X. Um, It's a lighter version of Windows. Um, Is it? I thought it was just built for... Two screen devices. So it is, you're right. It is built for two screen devices, but the core, and this is where we get nerdy. And so if you're not a nerd and this is going over your head and you're like, what the hell? Um, I'll just, I'll just make it very simplistic. The verse, the, the windows core is at the base of it is a lighter version of what you have on your desktop. And it is designed to run on, um, processors that aren't so, I would argue, heavy-handed, like a Core i3 even, or like a, a Ryzen 5 or something like that. Uh, but to your point, this iterative edition of the Core OS is designed for the dual screen. That's the thing that I'm a little weary about. The apps that are available on Windows 10X are going to be found in the Windows Store. And now we're back to Windows RT. That's what I'm a little worried about. That, yeah, that's, I, you know, so that, this is why... I thought it Microsoft, was just like a full version of Windows that just ran better for dual screen devices. Well, no, it can't be a full version of Windows because it can't run 64-bit or x86 applications. Are you sure? Yes. That doesn't sound right. So if you... So I would argue, um, or not argue, but I would... Um, I would strongly suggest that you look into uh, the Microsoft codename Santorini 
the Greek islands. Um, basically, this was the uh, effort to create a redesigned version of Windows 10 that was much lighter, very similar to, if you can follow me along here, to Chrome OS, where in that you, it, it's like Windows 10 in S mode, but on, on like S mode crack. Like you can't do anything with regards to downloading full-fledged desktop applications. Which is why, like, if you watch the video, the um, the person in the ad that they're they're showing it off is only really using Windows apps. Like, there there might have been a right. Netflix playing in the background or not, um, if I'm not mistaken. But there's no Photoshop. There's no like third party application that is desktop focused only. Like, they don't have that. So that is. That is what where I'm a little weary, but at the same time, we are now, as a technological society, okay with a app-based tablet. And if we don't call it like Windows, like we call it Windows 10X, or we, we change the name even to separate it from Windows, then people won't go to this tablet and think oh this is gonna run all my desktop apps no it's not because it's running this other version which it can only run the apps that are available in the app store but hopefully the fact that we're announcing it now and are going to launch it a year from now there'll be enough developers who are on board and say okay what can i do with dual screens for a windows app like, how can I make a Twitter app better for dual screens? How 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 can Netflix mm-hmm. upgrade their app? And so that's 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 what I'm hoping for. Because as it is right now, like the the, the store has gotten a little bit better. There's iTunes, which is cool. I don't think iTunes would work on this, but I'm just using it as an example. Like there, there's more and more apps from bigger and bigger companies that are putting their apps back into the uh, Windows App Store. But if okay. nothing happens between now and next year in the growth of this ecosystem, specifically for dual screen applications and development, this is not going to go anywhere. It's very uh, cynical of a look towards the future. It's I'm it's because I've been burned. OK, like right. like I've been it's not not just with Microsoft, with Google. I've been burned with Apple, like any technological like outstretch to go to get in front of the curve or i mean they're not in front of the curve now are they but to to try and be different to try and say hey samsung has dual screen you know this other company has dual screen this is our dual screen and this is why it's going to be better i'm hoping that's true i really want that to be true but every time that i say yes it's going to be true i get I get caught off guard by something else and usually it has to do with the support whether it's internally from the company or from developers to create those apps because the worst thing that's going to happen Q is 
is come next year, holiday 2020, the Duo is available, and all we see are basically blown up apps of the phones uh, of the apps that we have now. It, it's all it di- all it does is like you can make it one screen or you can make it two screen, but it's not mm. really utilizing the dual screen functionality of what we were shown last Wednesday. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, it's going to be an adventure to see what happens. I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited. I don't think I'll buy it <laughs> the, the first go round. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much this thing is going to cost. Um, but from some of the articles that I've read, uh, for the people that have also been fairly critical of Microsoft, this is a very um, exciting time. And it's a bold move. It's an extremely uh, bullish move uh, to to basically announce something way ahead of schedule, uh, in hopes, in hopes that developers get enough interest to say, okay, well, it looks like a lot of people on Reddit want to see a cool dual screen app for uh, CRM or a good dual screen app for first line workers this is my app and this is why a a two screen device is better than just getting a one screen device like a surface go or something like that i'm Mm -hmm. i'm that's what i'm waiting for but until we get there i'm just i'm 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 optimistically pessimistic (laughs) all right so a couple of weeks ago without you knowing yeah you did a thing yeah your wife and i did a thing that sounds weird. Um, we recorded a podcast, and you were none the wiser until it came out two weeks after the fact. And I got to tell you, dude, that was one of the hardest things to keep from you for two weeks. <laughs> because we actually recorded that before you and I went to Palm Springs. Right. So throughout Palm Springs, like you're, you and I are rooming together. We're doing a podcast together in the room, and there's one little thing that we did before we left for this, but I can't tell you. Like, it was so hard to keep it in. That is pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, that that was definitely something interesting to see pop up on my feed, which was, hey, your your podcast has a new episode that you're not in. <laughs> No, but it seemed it seemed other than just uh, the microphone mishap with uh, Madison, it it turned out pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a nice change of pace. You know, I I really appreciate her putting herself out there in the sense of like what what's going on with her, um, but also showing how amazingly strong willed she is and how well she's doing. So I give her props again for people who haven't heard it. Uh, it's in your podcast feed. You can go check it out. It's called Secret Podcast. Uh, I interviewed Quentin's wife, and um, she's got one hell of a story. So, again, if you haven't heard that, go check it out. Uh, but, Quentin, thank you for, for being understanding and uh, and also uh, for for enjoying it. Because she yeah, and I weren't was, quite sure how fun. you would take it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fun. Okay, good. So, have you have you heard of those competitions where you get a group of people and in order to win the item or let's say uh, a car in in this example you have to be the last person to keep their hand on the car 
And so 20, 30 people are, have their hand on a car that is just right there in the middle of the stage. And for hours on end, everyone is just, that's all they do. They just have their hand on the car. You can't leave. Right. Can't right. go to the bathroom. Right. You know, if you get tired or whatever, like you, have, you, you lift up your hand to scratch your head. You're out. You're it. That's it. Right. Anything. There was another competition similar to that here in my hometown of Vallejo at the Six Flags, otherwise known as Marine World Discovery Kingdom. Um, for Fright Fest, people were not buried, but they subjugated themselves into makeshift coffins. <laughs> okay. And the people that won were a couple from Oakland, a nearby city. Uh, and they were in the coffin for over 30 hours. And if I'm not mistaken, all they won was like $600. It was less than 1000 if I'm not mistaken. And oh. they also won like VIP season passes to Six Flags. Like it wasn't it wasn't anything like a car. <laughs> just well, say that. Wait, wait. So they were they were in there for 6 hours and no, they were in No, no, no. Coffin? They were in there for 30 hours. Oh dear! Yeah. They all had Hold their on. own. They had their individual coffins, right? And they were in there for thirty hours. Thir- During Oof. those thirty hours, they just they, they were um, part of their head was sticking out, so it wasn't like claustrophobic or anything like that. So during those thirty hours, uh, every other hour, the staff would um, have them be involved in some sort of game, whether it be like an eating contest without their hands. Or like a Simon Says contest. Or like just random things to keep them like occupied. Um, okay. I don't know if that went toward the end result or not. But it was just something to kind of keep the interest up. But yeah, they... they six, uh, um, I don't know where, uh, where I got six. But yeah, uh, 30 hours in the coffins. They won $600. And that's it. That's, so That's pretty boring. <laughs> well, my question to you is... What contest would you enter of that same kind of mentality, last person to touch the car, last person to do this, wins, bleh? What, what, do you have any kind I mean, of... money would definitely be a motivator, but $600 for 30 hours is... That's a lot. That's a lot of time for very low payout. Like, don't get me wrong, $600, that'd be great to have, but 30 hours, that's... That's a lot. Like I don't. It's hard to describe where the the point where I'd be like, no, I'm I'm done with this because I'd imagine it it turns into that situation where it's like, well, I've already invested four hours. Well, I've already invested five, six, seven, eight. You know, it just it just continuously builds. I mean, and so you're is- just always that in that situation of, uh, well, it's I've already been here for X amount, so I might as well just keep going. The thing what I'm not quite sure is if they entered as individuals and they were the last two and they both won 300 or they entered as a couple and as a couple they like I, – I, I don't know about that. But basically it breaks down to $20 uh, an hour. So they're making more than minimum wage. <laughs> so there's that. So at least there's that. I guess, yeah, there's I that. Yeah. But, but still, like this, just I mean, so there long. there was there was a com- uh, up here in Sacramento um, way back when when the Nintendo Wii first became a thing. There was a contest for the person that could hold their urination the longest uh, would win a Nintendo Wii, 
And that this, sounds unhealthy. Well, well the, the a girl won. She was happy. She got the Nintendo Wii. Went home and she and she died. Because oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. So don't do those kind of competitions. <laughs> but so you so would do bad it, so fast. <laughs> you would do it for money. Um, how much? Yeah. What is the minimum that you would do it for? And what? would you do like see i don't i don't know the time frame though because it's like the minimum i i'd do it for a hundred bucks but i wouldn't be doing it for 30 hours for a hundred bucks i mean the, the time frame would be as long as it takes that's the time frame so as long as it takes let's say it takes you 30 hours to win what would be the final amount of money that that is your goal like you know if i if i get through these 30 hours I will get $30,000 or whatever the monetary amount is. Well, for 30000 you got it. I'm there. Okay. Then what is the activity where you would just sit there or stand there or, 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 or do something a little abnormal? Would it be, can you wade in water for 30 hours? Can I'm pretty you... sure your body would not appreciate that. Sure. <laughs> but I'm sure if you were a swimmer, an avid swimmer, somebody that maybe trained to swim across the English Channel, maybe you would have a have a leg up. What what do you think that you would be able to achieve as right now, as Quentin McKinnon right now? I could go in and win this. I'll see you guys in thirty hours, thirty thousand dollars richer. <laughs> Playing games does that count? <laughs> Not, not really. <laughs> if they had a marathon, like gaming marathon competition, bring it. <laughs> I mean, with, um, with the kind of games that you play, that's kind of an easy out for you. <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm like, well, if you want to go with like the easiest task possible for me, it'd probably be that. After that, uh, I don't know. It. Uh, the laying down in a coffin sounds pretty easy. I'd probably just sleep a lot. Like, honestly, I like when they were like, Oh, we'll keep you, we'll do uh, competitions to keep you entertained. I'm like, okay, but can I just like sleep this whole competition away? <laughs> that sounds much easier. Are you the type of person? Cause I know there are people out there um, that will just sleep anywhere. Um, oh yeah, dude, I can sleep anywhere. You can sleep anywhere. Like standing up. Um, standing up might be a bit difficult, but like any sort of sitting or laying, I can okay. pretty much sleep anywhere for 30 grand. Yeah. Easy. What yeah. about you? I always thought that I could be the last one to, you know, touch a car or like a boat or something like that. I I've seen on sitcoms and I've seen even on, on, on real TV, like these, these people, they just everyday people. I don't think like they went in there with a plan. They just happened to right. pass by. I'm like, oh, I could win a boat and all I have to do is keep my hand on it. Yeah, heck yeah. Like I <laughs> feel like I would be able to do that pretty well. The problem is if I were to just jump into it without a plan, maybe I need to go bathroom. <laughs> Do I just embarrass myself in front of hundreds of strangers just to win a boat and urinate down my leg and just deal with the repercussions? Or so when you find out, you get there, you find out when the competition's starting. They say, "Oh, you got ten minutes." You run to the store, you buy a bag of Depends, you empty as much as you can at the moment, and then you go do the thing. 
Ah, depends bag. I see your ploy here. That's the uh, the unsung. Those are the hacks that they don't talk about. <laughs> yep. I got you. You make it happen, dude. You make it happen. All right, so I've got an extreme hypothetical for you, Quentin. Okay. You're abducted by aliens and you go back to their planet. Like it so far? <laughs> okay. They give you a choice. You can either be in their zoo or their circus. Which do you choose? I'd probably ask in what role for the circus. If I could find that info out, I might choose that, depending on what they'd want me doing. For the purpose of this hypothetical, it's kind of like you're the prisoner and they don't answer any of your questions. You, they're just waiting for yours. Zoo or circus? Choose now. Go. Probably zoo is safer. Based off of how you think that well, we you think as of humans... A zoo, you think of, yeah, anything anything like a zoo. Yeah. It's just like, here, you go uh, look at things, right? And sure. That'd just be me, you know, doing my thing in a cage. And at night... I'd, like I don't have a ton of privacy, but at night I am alone. I can't imagine they're going to have someone staring at me the whole time. At least I hope not. <laughs> um, this is the zookeeper's like, oh, <clears throat> human. No, I I don't think I'd be I, I I would mind being in a zoo. Whereas there's a lot of risk with the circus. You don't know what they're going to have you do. It could be you're just you know pulling some weights or something like just just moving things. Maybe you're just uh, labor or you're they're like haha if we make the human eat these things he vomits like you don't know what right. what kind of situation that's going to come out with so yeah I'd, I'd try to pick the safer one now obviously both of them could turn out really bad but right. i think zoo is probably the safer of the two right that's interesting you would choose that okay and what would you choose well my my question is like why would you worry about your safety i mean are you are you thinking that somehow keep yourself safe and then you'll somehow get onto their spaceship and then come back home? Well, I'm thinking more longevity. Like, okay, they, they have me doing aerobatics or mm-hmm. they have me doing acrobatics uh, every night and I'm not capable. So the funny thing is, is that I can't do it. So I keep falling or something. Right. I can't keep that up you know, I'm going to break something. And how do I know that they have the neat means to help me set my broken arm or something? They did just fly to, to earth. So quite possibly they, they flew to they earth. Do. They stole, they stole me. Yeah. But they, who says their anatomy is the same as mine? Okay. True. Like how do they, how do they know how to fix a human? I don't know. Maybe you're not the first human that they've come across. Who says they fixed the last one? Who said they didn't? Maybe the last one is... That's true, uh, but I'm trying to minimize risk. Okay, all right. So basically, it's self-preservation for you. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd so much rather, like, here, you want to do... Are you trying to do, like, a human exhibit of, like, what we do in in real life? Cool. Give me these things. Yeah. And that'll be... We'll call that a day. (laughs) That's so easy. All right. But you didn't answer. Which one would you choose? So might sound a little 
uh, emo, but I I feel like if I were to be abducted and given those two choices, there'd be no like hope for me to get home. And I I feel like I, I would just choose circus because it's the less safe of the two. Like I would just want to get it, it, I don't I wouldn't want to commit suicide. But if I'm gonna get right. maimed or hurt, I might as well try and have fun with it. Like whatever it is. If it is them making me eat some alien goo and it makes me vomit and it's funny to the aliens and is slowly but surely, you know, depreciating my health, then at least like I'm doing something. Whereas in a zoo, you've been to a zoo. Like you go to the lion exhibit, the lion's half not even there sometimes. Like it's in the corner, like it's sleeping. Like hey, that's that's no fun. Half the animals in the zoo are depressed. Like it's been it's been studied. There's so many animals in the zoo that are depressed because they right. aren't in their natural habitat. So at least right. in the in the circus, although I'll probably be a freak to them, I'm the one on stage. You're not. So I'm gonna have fun with this. Oh, you're gonna poke <laughs> me with the spear? Okay, fine. Poke me. <laughs> what I am I gonna like do? I can't fight against it. Starts you. feeling like torture. Sure, I'd rather go out in flames than go out crying myself to sleep. All right. So apparently in Orlando, um, a a woman actually was able to get onto a Delta flight all the way onto the plane without a boarding pass or even photo ID. Essentially, uh, at the skin of it on uh, flight 1516 going to Atlanta, she somehow got through TSA. Okay. Uh, You know, with Delta, you're assigned a seat, right? Right. No, that was my thought is like, why did you think that was going to work out? So what happened, the only reason why she was caught was because she was sitting in somebody's seat. Right. That's that's what I was thinking. Is like, where? What do you think is going to happen when that other person gets on the plane and you're in their seat? So They're what happened? Have a boarding pass. You're not. So what happened was she said, and I quote, "I'm not moving." <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so the flight attendant asked for a government issued ID to make sure she's on the uh, the passenger manifest, and right. here's what she shows her. She shows her. A selfie of herself on her phone. Was this girl strung out? I don't or? know, but she said the woman kept saying that she doesn't drive and that her actual ID was at home in Atlanta. What? I'm trying to wrap my head around the logic. Like, I want to sit down with her and be like, where Where was your mind here? At the end of all this, she I don't know if she was arrested Um she was she was escorted off the off the flight, which right. in itself delayed everything else, because right. the not only did all the passengers have to deboard, but when they got reboarded, each passenger had to show their ID and have their bags searched all over again because oh, there was there, because she got through TSA, right. So the the um, the the TSA they're they're conducting their own investigation on on this, of course, um, and the FBI has also been notified. But it's the way, yeah, I know, it's crazy. It's wow, because you and I we we just came from a flight or from from a trip, and 
the the airport that we just left from in Palm Terrain, is it's pretty small. But right. there were at least two, three TSA people that I had made eye contact with that at any given moment could have said, can you show me your boarding pass again? Right. The only thing I can think of is that she somehow got a hold of one of those temporary, uh, not a day pass, but it's a pass that's given to you if you're going straight to the gate. Now, this is kind of a new thing. I, I feel like they've done it before for kids. Like if you have a kid that is taking a flight, you're not taking the flight, but you get a pass to go through TSA with your child and then you see your kid off at thing? the gate. Yeah, yeah, I know that's a thing now. I, I have a family, um, family friend, family member who has done this with their daughter. Um, and I know it's in certain airports. I don't know if Orlando is one of them, but I can kind of see that that might be the way that she finagled her way in. But even with that, to get through that TSA line, you have to show a pass of some form and your ID. Right. The guy or woman holds your ID, looks at you, looks at the ID, and like, you're not a 40-year-old woman. Like, no, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, oh, <sighs> man, that, I wonder, I want to know where things went wrong. I want like, to know what the weak link in the chain was. Yeah. Have a silver tongue and, uh, convince them to let her through. Like where, where was the, the flaw here? And also again, if you got in past everyone, you gotta pick an empty flight, pick a flight that has nobody on it. Like don't pick a full flight. She, cause she would have gotten away with it. If she had picked a flight, that had like at least five or six seats available and then just been one of the last people to board and then made sure, Oh, okay. So I see some seats empty. Cool. I'll just sit down on one of those and I'll, you know, sit super quietly and I just won't bring attention to myself. She might've actually gotten away with this. I think the problem, Why would you pick a full flight? Well, I mean, in, in that state of mind where you're literally cheating the system, I don't know if she would have been able to, in her in her mind, make those sound judgments. She's already right. making and, a bad judgment as it is. Right. So yeah, to be able to, to say to... in her head, okay, well, that looks like there's a lot of people waiting at gate 34B. Let's go check over here. That's the other thing, too. It's like if she were to go back and forth, back and forth to, to look at the different gates and see um, – you know, what flight, but I, I think at the end of it, it wasn't so much the full flight, not full flight. She needs to get home to Atlanta. Like, I, I think the, um, the, the only true thing that she had said was that she has her ID at home in Atlanta. So I think she's from there. So no other flight would have like worked. And she can't wait for the next flight to Atlanta. That means that she's going to be in the airport for a long period of time, which to some might suggest, hey, why aren't you leaving? You you know? Right. I don't know if she had any, like, backpack with her or if she was just there by her, uh, you know, uh, with nothing in her hand. Apparently she had her phone. But she's trying to not bring attention to herself, so she's like, I'm going to get on here. 
But you're right. She shouldn't yeah. have gotten on before anybody else. She should have been the last person to board if she if she made it that far. The only the only thing I can think of is she snuck like I'm thinking of every sitcom, every like, you know, Looney Tunes movie or 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 show where the person in charge is distracted by something on their left and the perpetrator quickly sneaks by on the right. Like that's the only right. thing I can think of of how she got onto the onto the actual plane and right. got past the person at the gate. Yeah, no, I would very much like to know what all happens with this once they once they figure it out if they release the information. I uh I'd like to know. Yeah. I'd like to know. Cool. Well, that was a good one, Quentin. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. If uh people want to follow you on the digitals, where might they do that? On Instagram and Xbox Live at Firewall. You can find me under those locations as well, under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow both of us on Instagram, Still Recording Podcast. And you can follow us on Reddit. Subscribe to the subreddit, Still Recording. And we will be back in a couple of weeks. Talk to you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.